It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week here on the program and hope it's starting off well for you. Starting off pretty good for me. Woke up this morning, got on the scale, broke into the 220s. So that's a good sign. Uh, I was kind of stagnant for a little while there at around 232, 233. And then I don't know what changed. I, uh, Woke up this morning and I was at 229.1. And I said, I'll take it. Especially considering uh, yesterday I enjoyed a piece of fudge <laughs> from uh, Dorothy Cox. When I went to the Chowder Fest last weekend, I had some leftover tickets before I left. And I was trying to find a kid to give them to. Like, here, go get some ice cream or some, some, uh, some Dell's lemonade or something. And I couldn't find a kid to give them to. So I ended up just looking around for something I could take with me because I had to go. And when I went over to the Dorothy Cox's table, I was like, well, I could have a little fudge if I eat a little bit of it. And I totally forgot that I had it until I discovered it on Friday. And then between Friday and yesterday, I mean, it wasn't a huge piece either. But uh, it was delicious. And then also, just want to throw this out there. A couple of things. One, it is October. It is horror movie season. So you're going to see a whole bunch of them coming out of the movie theater. You're going to see a whole bunch of them coming out on streaming. This was the last weekend I had where I didn't have to do anything. So I kind of took it as a chance to catch up with stuff at home. And I've gone through all my clothes and gotten rid of all the clothes that are too big. Well, I shouldn't say all the clothes, but at least the clothes that I had in my drawers that were too big. Still have to tackle the closet. And the storage bins. But I was able to make it so that I could have all the new clothes that I bought readily accessible. Went out and bought one of those clothes hanger, the, uh, you know, the uh, thing with the bars that you can hang clothes on. Uh, just because I don't want to keep them in the closet. But where I have stuff stored, there's not enough room. They would get like kind of rolled up. So I said, I'm going to buy one of those things, keep it in the room so I can just grab stuff in the morning. Actually, hopefully grab it the day before and iron it. So I was working on all that. But anyway, Friday, I went to see the new Exorcist film. And I'm going to borrow a line from Chris McCarthy here so that you don't have to. It was not anything that I would say you got to run out to the movie theater to see. There are a few um, things that could be spoiled for you. But I wouldn't worry about it. If somebody does spoil it. I mean, that's probably saving you some money and some time. It was just not good. I don't know exactly everything that was going on. And like, I couldn't follow everything that was happening. Things were happening way too fast. It's like the whole first hour of the movie, nobody's possessed. And then all of a sudden everything happens really quickly. 
and there's like one real exorcism battle scene. And it just, it seemed rushed. And I know it's because it's part one of a new trilogy. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be rough. I did like the first. This is the same people that rebooted Halloween a few years ago. And I thought that what they did with the first one was was pretty good. The second one seemed like it was only existing to be a bridge to the third one. And then the third one disappointed. And I've, I've got a feeling that this will be worse because the first one wasn't even that good. So, but if you want to see it, I mean, if you're dead set on seeing it, go to a matinee, save a few bucks. My prediction here is that it'll be on Peacock very soon because it's a, it's a universal film. It'll have a good weekend or two at the box office. Word will get out that it's not that great. Although I was reading all of these ridiculous reviews of it on on Facebook underneath a post about it that were overwhelmingly positive. I'm like, they must have stuffed this with fake comments because there's no way that many people enjoy this film to the extent. Better than the original. What? But anyway, see it if you want, but be forewarned. It's, you're probably better to watch it when it streams. And it'll be streaming pretty quickly. I would guess by November, if not by Halloween. So, Saturday, because I went to the movies on Friday and I had to do laundry, Saturday I had to go out and do laundry and run some errands and all that kind of stuff. So I said, well, why don't I go out to Fairhaven? Because I like to use the Delkin over here. I usually do the laundry while I'm working. And let me go over to the Seaport Inn and see what's going on with that protest that was planned. Now, I had heard that it probably wasn't going to happen because of the weather. Uh, but the rain held off Saturday morning. It didn't, didn't start to rain really until like around noon. And I know from what the caller who had been calling was saying, the protest was originally planned or the rally or whatever you want to call it, standout, was originally planned for around 9 a.m. And I think they just got a little bit of a later start than that. I was kind of watching in some of the Fairhaven Facebook groups to see like if it was happening and, and what time people were getting together. And I think they probably started like around 10, but I'm not totally sure. When I asked the people when I got over there, like, you know, what time did it start? They all were kind of like, well, I got here like 10, 15, 10, 30. But I think I got there like around a few minutes before 11. And I stayed for probably about 40 minutes. And just kind of checked out what was going on on one side of the street, on the seaport inside of Middle Street, right at the corner of Middle and, and Huddleston Avenue, Route 6. On the seaport inside was a group of people in support of housing these unsheltered families. And I use that term because the town administrator for Fairhaven again reiterated that not all of the people who will be housed there have to be migrants. And I was doing some research into some of the data, which I'll get to in a moment. And it, they are utilizing this plan to put resident American families in some of these locations too. Here's the thing though. This is an overflow when the shelter system doesn't have the room to take on more people 
and most of the American families, you know, resident American, legal citizen Americans, whatever you want to call them, but most of them who are unsheltered are already in the shelter system in a variety of different places. So this is an overflow. That's why it's mainly migrants that are being put into these hotel rooms. So the people who are in favor of that plan, or at least in favor of welcoming them because of the, this is just the, the hand that's been dealt. They were on the side of the street of the, as the Seaport Inn. On the opposite side of the street were the people who were opposed to that. And if you look at, there's a story at WBSM.com and on the app about Dartmouth will, well, is housing some families. Now, they did not give any specifics uh, in the release that they put out. I wrote back to the town spokesperson and said, you know, can you give some specifics to the number of families and to where they might be located? And uh, they referred me to a page with all the statistics for the state. So I went to that page and went to the infograph that they have. And basically the infograph says that there are between one and 50 families currently being housed in Dartmouth. Well, they say the same thing for New Bedford. They say the same thing for Wareham. And we know in Wareham, it's closer to 50 than it is to one. So it's, you know, not exact in the information that they're giving nor does it list the locations. I did find I did find a list of hotels from 2013 that had signed up for this program. And what's interesting is in that 2013 list, I only saw two, and again, I looked at it kind of quickly because it didn't relate to what's going on now, but I only saw two local hotels that were on that list, the Atlantic Motel in Wareham and the Days Inn in Middleborough. That was in you know, 10 years ago, and that was, a, from what I could gather, a voluntary sign-up. They put their names on the list. What I found out about this, because when I was over there Saturday, I went and talked to someone at the Seaport Inn just to find out, hey, has is, is anybody come in and caused any issues? And the person that I spoke to said, nope, nobody had tried to come in at all. Like, I thought maybe somebody would even just come in you know, quote unquote, to use the bathroom just to kind of poke around and, and, and see who was there. Because as of 1130 Saturday morning, when I spoke to this person, those families had not yet arrived. There were no migrants staying at the Seaport Inn while this protest was going on, according to this person at the hotel. There was National Guard walking around, but there was no, there were no families or, or individuals that had arrived yet. And this person told me that the way that this worked was the Commonwealth, the, 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 the group that is, sorry, I keep hitting the microphone, I apologize. The organization on behalf of the Commonwealth that is finding locations for these migrants reached out to the Seaport Inn and said, do you have vacancies? And they said, yes. And they said, okay, then we are sent, we are taking this many rooms. This is not a matter of these hotels signing up. This is a matter of because it is a state of emergency, if they have available rooms, the state is claiming those available rooms. 
And for at least from what this person was telling me, the hotel does not have the option of saying no thanks. Because it is a state of emergency. Or because of the right to shelter law. But, but for one of the two reasons, they can't refuse. And I said to this employee, I said, well, do you, do you think that, you know, this is something that would you would sign up for otherwise? And he said, you know, I'm not, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. But my guess is that why would hotels want to have people showing up outside and protesting if they didn't have to? And I thought that was a fair point. So what we're, what, when people are down there protesting the town officials, the hotel, whoever it might be that they're blaming for this, they're not the ones that are responsible for this. It's, it starts with the Healy administration and the Commonwealth government. That's, that's who is responsible for this. And everybody else is just kind of stuck with that situation. And in reading the press release that came from Dartmouth, on Friday, you know, it was very positive in saying, you know, we've got a community response team that is coming together to help with these folks. Fairhaven said the same thing in, in their release. But you can also find these little bits of language that say, you know, that they, they're basically saying, like, our hand is forced on this. And we're just going to do the best that we can with the situation that we've been dealt which is why I was saying to folks last week that we're planning on going down there and taking part in this rally that's against this policy to be against the policy and not the people. And that doesn't just mean the, the, the migrants that are coming in. That also means the people who are working at the hotel, the people who are running the hotel, the people that own the hotel. So I spent probably about 40 minutes or so down there out of that 40 minutes, I probably spent 10 minutes having a conversation inside the hotel. So maybe about a half an hour I was outside watching what was going on. And it was, it, it didn't, how do I put this? Not everybody that was there that was against it, I think, understood the purpose of why you were there. You were supposed to be there to be against this policy, not against the people that were on the other side of the street. And instead, what it was was people yelling across the street, people from the anti-migrant side, yelling at the people who were in support of welcoming them, saying, you support pedophiles. Well, where's the proof that anybody that's coming here is a pedophile? I mean, it was just every one of the far-right greatest hits. You know, they're all a bunch of lazy liberals that don't have jobs. That's why they're out there protesting. I hate to tell you this, you're out there too. So it just, it, it, it wasn't on message. And I think it was, honestly, I think it was an embarrassment for the people that were out there. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. How you doing? Very well. I'm glad to hear about your weight loss. Congratulations. Thank you. And for not being afraid to try the fudge because you're going to live. Yeah, I mean, it was just a little piece. I, it wasn't like I was going to eat a pound of it. Okay. Um, now, I heard you say something 
that I haven't heard anywhere on the news yet, so I'm going to have to ask you where you got it from, mm-hmm. uh, that the hotels now, I guess the, the one in Fairhaven that you were talking about, it's not just for the migrants now. Homeless Americans are going to be put in there, you said. Well, so the, now, you the um, I think it was Channel 10's story, um, it was either 10 or 12, because they both covered it. One of them actually quoted the town administrator for Fairhaven saying that, you know, they're not all migrant families. And, and that's why when the, when the press release came out, they mentioned unsheltered families. So I did a little bit more looking into that. And, and some of these are families that didn't get into traditional shelters. But the thing is, is a lot of those families were already here. So okay. the, you know, the American family. So they're actually in the regular shelter system first. Well. What I wanted to say was, could you possibly be talking about Americans that were already in the hotel? That wouldn't count. No, so so these are these. You know are, what I'm getting at. You know yeah, the, getting at. the numbers that they're talking about are people who were put into the traditional shelter system. So that could be, you know, homeless shelters. That could be, um, okay, you know, places no, like Sister no, Rose House, no, things like that. You're doing it again. You're dancing all around it now. I'm not dancing around anything. I'm I explaining to you my point. No, what you said, and I, I want it to be very specific. Uh, you said it's not only the migrants being put in now, some American families too. Now, were they already there? Are they going to come to the, sh- the the hotel that's in Fairhaven that we're talking about right so, now? So, again, this is in relation to what the um, town administrator for Fairhaven said in relation to those rooms that were being uh, set aside. So she was talking about the people that might be coming in would be could be americans too so and how long would that be going on this is not just now right now because how well, come she, no, she's talking she's, a hotel she's so talking when she was homeless and they said we can't help you all right first of all jessica lied and made something up which is not journalism. yeah is she homeless no she, that wasn't that you understand the reason why she did that come on now Come on, Mr. Weisberg. That's 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 in, that's lied. inappropriate okay. to try to okay, take well, that information and put it on on the radio. I'm going to give it to you. She lied, but the answer is what I'm more interested. Like that girl that went to the school. Well, okay. And, and, and if, a, really- if a migrant person just shows up off a off a boat off the coast of New Bedford and walks up to the Seaport right. Inn and says, "Hi, I'm homeless. No. I need one of these rooms," they're not going to give it to them either. These are rooms Never- that were rented by the state that are being. The people that are being placed there are being placed there by the state program. So American you can't just randomly call up and say, I'm homeless, I need a hotel room. No. She's an American citizen who went to a hotel with migrants illegal coming here, going in, and she's an American, claimed to be homeless. They could have checked her homeless status later, but to refuse her right from the start, and you know what I'm talking about. When have you ever so been able to walk into a hotel and said, I'm homeless, just give me a room? So you're going to hold that against her because she went over there and made up a story. No, I'm not, I'm not holding that against her. I'm saying when, in, when in, in the history of America have you been able to walk into a hotel and say, I'm homeless, can I just have a room for the night? Right now they should be able to do it. Right now with these migrants coming in here. That's not, who, not, that's not that, how the Jessica, program works. But Jessica told all her listeners about what she was doing. We all knew she was going to go over there and it was a lie. We all knew But it. she didn't we tell the hotel that she worked for the radio station and was bringing this information to air. Is that why you guys kicked her out of the station? And Nobody kicked her out of the station. She was sick on Saturday. No, that could be the reason that she's not there during the week anymore. Come on. Come on. Uh, you know what? Right you know what? I want you to take your conspiracy theories and just talk yeah. to yourself about them every day. Stop okay. calling the radio station okay. with them. Okay. 
Thank you. Yeah, you can't listen to the rational explanation of anything, so I don't need to have a conversation you with you anymore. You can't believe anything else except what you're saying. I, I'm always wrong. I want you to delete our phone number from your phone until you can stop with whatever you're rambling on about and listen to what I am saying, okay? First of all, you shouldn't call up to a, to a hotel and say, I'm homeless if you're not, and then try to trick them into giving you an answer that you're going to bring on the air. But that's fine, okay? Jessica didn't realize that. We, I, I'm sure she didn't have any ill intention behind it. She was just trying to get the information for you, the listener. Secondly, what I was saying was you can't rant. It doesn't matter whether you're homeless or not. It doesn't matter if she was really homeless or not. You can't just call up the seaport and say, hi, I'm homeless. Can I have a room for the night? It doesn't work that way. There are organizations that get those rooms that put people into those rooms. And that is who rented these rooms. That is who is the leaser of these rooms. It is not the seaport in saying we've got X amount of rooms open for anybody that's homeless. Come on in, migrants. There is a contract. And as that contract, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts is who rented those rooms. You can't just walk in there and say, I'd like one of those Commonwealth of Massachusetts rooms, please. And the fact that you don't understand that, Mary, means that you don't want to listen to anything that I'm saying. You just want to call in with what you already think. They can't give you the room if it's rented by the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth determines who goes into that room. The same reason why if I rent a room, Mary can't show up at the hotel and say, I'd like to stay in Tim Weisberg's room, please. I'm homeless. They're going to say, well, I'm sorry. You'll have to ask Tim Weisberg about that. He's the one that rented the room. I don't get why you don't understand that. 508-996-0500. We'll take more of your calls in just a few moments. Uh, but we are going to be going into the newsroom. If you want to send in an app chat message on the WBSM app, you can do that. If you want to send in an open line voicemail on the WBSM app, you can do that as well. But can we, can we just kind of steer away from the ridiculous and get back into the logical, please? That's where I'd like to operate. I don't want to operate in whatever is going through your mind as, well, maybe it's this. It's not that. 508-996-0500. But right now, let's go into the newsroom. You like when it starts this early, Ariel? You like when uh, things go off the rails pretty quickly right here? The death toll keeps climbing after Hamas's coordinated attack on Israel over the weekend. More than a thousand Israelis and Palestinians have been killed, while officials have confirmed some American casualties. Israel, which has responded with airstrikes in Gaza, formally declared war on the militant group Sunday. Several major U.S. airlines have canceled flights to Israel because of the ongoing conflict. American United and Delta Airlines have canceled weekend flights to Tel Aviv from major U.S. cities, including Chicago, New York, Newark, and San Francisco. A spokesperson for Delta said the airline will work with the U.S. government to assist with the safe return of any Americans who want to come home. 
A Republican congressman who voted to oust Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House says former President Trump will not replace him. Appearing on ABC this week, Colorado Representative Ken Buck said a speaker will be selected from within the Republican conference. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan and House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana are the two frontrunners for the position. A man is dead and several others are injured after a shooting at a party in Pennsylvania. Police say it happened early Sunday at a private community center party in Indiana County. The victim who was killed was pronounced dead at the scene. At least eight others were wounded and hospitalized. Authorities say they're looking for more than one gunman. Investigators looking into the improper storage of more than 100 bodies at a Colorado funeral home are working to establish contact with the families affected. It's in Penrose, which is about 30 miles southwest of Colorado Springs. Officials confirmed today confirmed Friday that the Fremont County Coroner's Office is working to identify the bodies, but that process could take several months. The opening bell rings this morning after stocks reversed losses Friday to end the week on a positive note. The turnaround came after markets initially fell following the release of a much stronger than expected jobs report. Investors this week will be keeping a close eye out for minutes from the Federal Reserve's September meeting set to be released on Wednesday. In sports, the Patriots have been blown out in back-to-back games. New England was shut out by the New Orleans Saints 34-0 at Gillette Stadium. Mac Jones completed 12 of his 22 pass attempts for 110 yards and two interceptions before being benched for the second straight week. Bailey Zappi completed 3 of 9 for 22 yards in relief, and New England is now last in the AFC East at 1-4 and and will visit the Las Vegas Raiders this week. The Celtics started their preseason with a 114-106 to win over the Philadelphia 76ers at TD Garter. Peyton Pritchard led all scorers with 22, 26 points off the bench for the Seas. Jason Tatum recorded a double-double after scoring 13 points and grabbing 10 rebounds. And Boston continues its exhibition slate when it visits the New York Knicks tonight at Madison Square Garden. Before last night's game, it was also announced that the Celtics signed Pritchard to a four-year, $30 million extension. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Fabulous, refreshing fall air this morning with temperatures on the cool side. We'll see clouds increasing by this afternoon and overnight. We'll see temperatures dipping into the mid to upper 40s. Meanwhile, this afternoon in the mid to lower 60s, a bit cooler than average. The normal highs should be in the mid 60s for tomorrow's light chance for showers. From the ABC Weather Center, I'm Ceci Del Carmen, your meteorologist on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news stock station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. All right. And callers, hang on. We will get to you. I just got a really quick break I got to take. It's a two-minute one. We'll be right back. Jump right back into the phone calls, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. I got some other callers, Lamone. I got about two minutes for you. Listen, okay, uh, um, uh, you guys had lost a, a former player, you know, you know um, Russ Francis. That, yep. That played for, yeah. 
I, I met him myself when I was, you know, back when I was first training out to wrestle. Nick Bockwinkle and, and uh, Billy Robinson was teaching me, and I, I had a couple sparring rounds with him, so it was pretty good. Yeah, he was a very nice guy in my interactions with him covering the Patriots over the years. Definitely. I figured he's like, that would be somebody who would have been one of the first people in the Hall of Fame from, from that organization. Which, you know, surprisingly, so very few. Well, and at, a, at a time that we didn't have a lot of players, you know, there were there were a few from that 70s era, early 80s era that were worthy of it, but then it was a long time Steve before Brogan. they had somebody that was. I think Steve Brogan should have been, should have been be in the Hall of Fame for you guys. And I, I, liked, I liked their uniform better back, those old uniforms back then. So Dick Butkus died this weekend. Mm-hmm. That was sad. So, um, all right, you know, I went. To, I did my uh, Anita Baker and Kenny Loggins and, and Jeffrey Osborne tonight. So, and uh, so we're going to have the neon, the neon trees and and cre- you know, uh, squeeze. You know, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. By the food of the nuts. Paul Carrick, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be here uh, this week, and um, I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to eat, I'm going to see. Um, it's a cheap trick, and then Christopher Cross. That's a, it's a heck of a week. Are you going to go to the Patriots Raiders game on Sunday? I'm looking at it. Looks, looks quite possibly I am. So uh, you see me streaking. You know that the big black guy running across. You know what I'm saying? Looks, oh, I've got, I've got it. Now you talking about losing? You know, you know, I've lost a bit of weight and stuff. Also myself at times. Now I, uh, I'm telling you, some things you might want to keep just in case you might pop back up. I have this suit. There's like twenty five thousand dollars suit, and Jeez. it looks like. It looks like it's, it looks like it's, it's soft and like like a blur, but it looks like it looks like a root beer color. And it was big, and I I'm already kind of look I kind of look like David Byrne. You know, you know, <laughs> how do I work this? You know, right. <laughs> not that bad, but it's, it's getting there. But it's like that's the nice thing. But if some things you just you, know, you might want to keep that if it's something you're comfortable in, something you like. I did. So I did hang that, on. Right I did hang on to my favorite shirt just in case. Just in case. I'm going to just hold you there, Lamont, because I got a bunch I'm, of other callers I'm, to get in. I'm going to do a song for you. I'm going to do a song for your show. So you play it in the morning. All right. You, you, play you, one for- you, you send that to me, and I'll play it. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Right. You have a good day. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? So I don't know. If you listened to Jessica's explanation of what what she said and what was told to her um, directly, but um, I, I listened to it. I I paid attention. Um, yeah, she did. She did say that you know she was homeless. I mean, it, it's kind of neither here nor there. It's harmless. Um, she already knew that well, the state was paying for those. It's not harmless if you're trying to get someone no. on the record with information you're going to use on the radio. Oh, it wasn't on the record. It's hearsay. So anyway, whatever. But but my point is that she already knew that they were um, that those rooms were rented by the state. Of course, yeah, of course. She, yeah. her, no, I know that she knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really, the only thing she wanted to get to the bottom was of was whether or not the state had rented those rooms with the intention to also put. You know, all homeless in there, or was it specifically for migrants? So then the and person to them. ask about that is the state, not the hotel. Well, I mean, it might be an easier answer from the from the, from the hotel, right? I mean, anyway, the to- hotel told her that we can't help you. I mean, that these rooms are specifically for migrants only. So, but I mean, I I don't think it was as big of a deal as it sounded. She just she already knew that. She just wanted to know if it was being reserved for. For for all 
homeless people or if it was specifically for people coming in from other countries. Well, during during uh, the news, I got the, the quote from the Channel 10 story from uh, Angie Lopes-Ellis and the town administrator in Fairhaven. So, again, Jessica was talking about, I'm assuming the Somerset Hotel is... What you're right, referring to in that orbit, case, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was in, the Orbitz Hotel. In the Fairhaven case, um, well, maybe, Angie Ellison said that there were 20 rooms that were reserved by the state. She says that the rooms are not just for migrants. This is her quote she gave Channel, tw- Channel 10. Right. It's unsheltered people. It's not necessarily, you know, illegal immigrants, as a lot of people are contending. That's the first I've, I heard that. I, that I, don't, I never heard that it was intended for anything but... Migrants. Well, I think that's why they use that term unsheltered families in the original press release was so that it could encompass anybody that would be staying there under the state's rental of those rooms. So so out of, out of those rooms, potentially a percentage of those rooms could go to anybody that's homeless in the general vicinity? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's in the vicinity or if it's just somebody that's in the program. So they might not be somebody that's local. It could be somebody that's coming, you know, from Boston or, you know, coming from Brockton or something. But uh, it's, you know, it would be whoever was going through that program. And uh, when I talked to the person at the hotel, that's why I had I had asked about, you know, have they even arrived yet? And at that time, nobody had even come in yet. So there's no idea of who actually was getting those rooms yet. You know, this is the state's fault. All, all, all of this, all of this confusion. Everybody's misguided on on both sides. It's their fault. It, it, no, nobody was informed. Everybody was blindsided. Emotions are high, and I, I don't blame people for being emotional about this because there's a lot at stake for the people who live here too, and there's a lot of a lot at stake for the people who, you know who work and fund this whole thing and who have kids that are going to share in schools and, you know. What, what's at stake? I mean, it, 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 this could be very disruptive. I mean, it could go wrong. We, you, you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, it's, but in that case, why do anything then? Because anything could go wrong. Well, I mean, we do, we're not doing it voluntarily. We're doing it because we have to, right? I mean, that's what we've been told. This is just the way that, well, it's, it's, that it is. It's not like this I mean, is willy-nilly and that there's nobody overseeing this and that there's no plan behind it. I mean, it seems willy-nilly. It seems like they've just kind of piecemealed this whole thing together right off the cuff. Well, uh, just taking a look at you know what's going on in Dartmouth, not only is there an organization on behalf of the state that is working to place these folks, but there's an organization, you know, a team that was created in Dartmouth, and I'm sure other towns are doing the same thing, where they took people right. from all departments and put them together to be liaisons to work with them. So it sounds like no, they're, I, they're making every effort I, to make it as orderly as they can. I understand that, but I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, if the, if the governor had intentions to do this, what, a year ago, six months ago? You would have think that they would have already had all of this in place. So I don't know. I mean, do you think it's possible that there were plans that were being in place uh, that were being put in place, and that maybe this just happened a little bit sooner than their plans accounted for? Uh, I, I anything, anything's possible, Tim. Well, so, I, I th- all right. Well, I, I think certainly the um, you know the Ron DeSantis move didn't help. I'm sure that kind of forced uh, you know sped up a timeline if there was a timeline. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that could have sped up anything. I think it, all it did is just point out the obvious. But all right. Well, you have a good day. Right, Take it easy. Yeah. Five oh. Oops. Sorry. Five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, we understand it didn't help us at all. 
because it, it's sickening. Uh, the Venezuelans gave us gopher oil so that us poor people could be warm in the winter. But when the Venezuelans come to Marcus Vineyard, we got rid of them. But we're buying hotels for the ages for 10 years. We're buying them. And justice for everybody under the law equally, whether you're an immigrant or you ain't an immigrant. This government's got a foot on the scales of justice. How much am I going to pay for this? And who the hell's going to pay for my family's children when this turns into a revolution? All right. Well, thank you for the call. I just was having a little bit of trouble there hearing you with your phone. A little bit muddled there, but I think I got the gist of it. We are going to take our next break. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. And welcome back in. 508-996-0500. Just to give you a programming update for this morning, we'll be joined in the next hour by Manny the Money Man Resendiz of Euclid Financial Services. We're going to be talking about your money and retirement, how to get yourself ready for it. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. Uh, and then coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light to turn on the light. We'll talk about his column on uh, Shane Burgo's performance in the preliminary election last week and just kind of the, an overview of the election overall. And then also, we will talk about uh, the, the latest news regarding the Star Store saga in which both Mayor Mitchell and Senator Montigny have called for UMass Dartmouth to at least to, to reimburse at least a portion of the students' tuition who were displaced as a result of the uh, decision to close the Star Store campus. So we'll talk more about that as well. But if you're getting up this morning and you're saying to yourself, man, I'm hungry, I want to get myself some good breakfast, well... You're just about nine minutes away from the opening of Just Another Phoenix on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. They're going to be opening up today and serving up some delicious food for you for your Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, however you choose to look at today. Uh, you can get out there and enjoy yourself some breakfast, especially, you know, if you've got the day off, right? Have a nice relaxing day. Let somebody else do the cooking for you. And, and they had their weekend specials up. And I'm going to just argue that it's a holiday weekend. It's a Monday holiday. So it's still the weekend. I'm sure if you ask, they've still got some of these great specials like pumpkin stuffed French toast, chili and cheddar omelet, berry blast pancakes, the Polish omelet with kielbasa, peppers, onions, and Swiss cheese. I've made those myself. I didn't realize that I was creating something that would be on the Just Another Phoenix menu. I just had leftover kielbasa when I did it. But that sounds amazing. I didn't think to put it with Swiss. Mm. Chocolate nutter butter pancakes, marinated chicken bacon with broccoli and mozzarella, and bacon double cheeseburger omelet featuring mozzarella, cheddar, bacon, and seasoned hamburger. That's, that's a heck of a specials menu. But you know what? If I had my choice on that, I'd go with the pumpkin stuffed French toast and put right back on that couple of pounds that I dropped to get down into the 220s. So, but you can go and get it yourself. Head on over to Just Another Phoenix, Fawns Corner Road in Dartmouth. If you can't spend time to sit down and have a, a whole breakfast there, don't worry. You can get a whole breakfast right through the drive-thru menu. You don't have to just get a sandwich or a bagel or a muffin like at other places with a drive-thru. Nope. At Just Another Phoenix, you can get their full menu. It's super easy. You don't even have to get out of the car. Check them out. Just Another Phoenix restaurant, Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, I do have to take one more break. We'll do that, and then we'll be back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. 508-996-0500 is the number. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. You can also send in those open line open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, coming up, we're going to have your uh, NFL preview for tonight's Monday Night Football game. 
Also, if you want to get a little bit more information on this immigration issue, I recommend listening. Now, Jessica was out sick on, on Saturday, and uh, hopefully she'll be back on, on Saturday this week. Uh, we wish her the best. But uh, filling in for her this past week was Paul Santos, and he had a very interesting guest.